Just Frank is just complaining about how I woke up. So today I woke up at 8 a.m. So we could have like the maximum amount of time to go out and do stuff. Annie wakes up at Annie wakes up at 10 a.m. Takes an hour to get ready, and this is after yesterday. She's like, "Yeah, you're." I'm not gonna be the one who's gonna keep us from going out. Well, no, because I thought you were going back to sleep too. Like. We were planning to sleeping today. Early. But then the neighbors decided to do yard work, so it was really loud all morning. And then before I went back to sleep, I checked and you were trying to sleep. So then I was like, okay, you know, I have yeah. to go ahead to go to sleep. So Annie wears earplugs and that's why she's able to sleep through a lot of stuff. And so I'm basically extremely sleep deprived <laughs> and Annie is so happy. <laughs> well, okay, I'm just happy all the time. So That's also true. She is mostly happy all the time. Yeah, but I just know that in the afternoon, Frank is, Frank is going to be so tired and not talkative because, you know. Yeah, so when I get hungry or upset, I try to, I withdraw. I like, I don't like talking. I just want to be left alone. And also... I kind of deal with it just on my own. I'll think about it, I'll like exercise, I'll play a video game, take a nap, whatever. Annie, however, <laughs> her way of resolving conflicts is to like be more clingy and like more communicative and to like not leave me alone. So like every, t every time we fight, it's like I'm trying to like get some alone time. She's like, no, we have to talk about this right now. We have to like hug it out or something. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, get away from me. Well, okay, we're not even talking about like fighting. We're just talking about like Frank being like hungry and tired. So like, oh, this that is too. Like, yeah. yeah, this yeah. is like when Frank is not even upset about anything. Yeah, and when I'm just tired, just I'll just tired. talk less. He just won't talk to me. I'd be like, hey, babe, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is a thing that all guys have, but like, I feel like I need a lot of alone time every day. Like at least minimum one hour of alone time. And Annie's like, no. I need zero alone time. We should be together 24-7 all the you're time. On, you're alone all the time, okay? <laughs> you're always on Reddit, on, I don't know, doing whatever. I'm always doing, like, one of my random hobbies, like, growing stuff or, like, making food. Okay, so this is, this is a topic I like to get into. People say that, like, physical hobbies are better than virtual ones, which I don't think is fair. So, like... A lot of guys anyway, and girls even too nowadays, video games is their hobby. Like watching anime is a hobby, reading a book is a hobby. But then like really extroverted people look down on that. They're like, oh, that's not a real hobby. Like I'm outside skateboarding or like surfing or whatever. It's like, dude, who cares? Like let people be, let them do whatever they want. I want to watch anime. I want to play video games. I want to be alone in my room for eight hours. Like that's fine. Anyone should be able to do whatever they want. It's their hobby. Like it doesn't affect you. But then so many people are like, oh man, like you're a loser, get a life, whatever. Uh, I actually got a ton of crap in high school for liking anime. Um, I was, I got perfect grades. I was varsity football, uh, really athletic, but still people give me so much shit for liking anime. And I just like, I, it's way more accepted nowadays. Now watching anime is more mainstream. Even Elon Musk likes anime. Like everyone that I know that I like even a little bit, they typically also like anime. Uh, Annie also likes anime nowadays. I mean, a selective few. But but my point is that like, uh, not saying that Annie does this, but I do know people I who are like, I do this. she does this sometimes. <laughs> like get a real hobby, like 
It's like I have hobbies. They're just not like go outside hobbies. Yeah, I guess like when you play um, video games, I just assume like you're wasting time. Which I know I don't. I don't know. I don't think that. I feel like you have the right to waste your time outside of you know doing your childcare and like TikTok and whatever. Like I, I think that's fine. But I, I guess like I feel like I'm learning something when I'm doing my random gardening and like cooking stuff. I feel like I'm. It's a constant like self improvement. Whereas I feel like just consuming content and playing video games is not really self improvement. So there are actually studies that say a lot of video games actually improve your mental capabilities as well as your fast twitch reactions. And so my reaction speed is actually leagues ahead of Annie's, and like my just general hand-eye coordination is a lot better as well. And some of that is attributed to video games. A lot of aspects of video games, especially strategy games, uh, like you do have to use your mind quite a bit. And like the kind of hilarious thing about video games, it's one of the only hobbies that punishes you for being bad. <laughs> and like a lot of the times, I'll play video games and I'll get upset. Like you know, <laughs> anyone who's played like League of Legends or any MOBA really, or just team games in general, even shooters, like you, people rage online, and it's such a normal thing. And yet somehow, it, like, it's still enjoyable in a way. It's frustrating and enjoyable. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I think video games are amazing. I don't think I would be the same person if I had never played them. I don't understand really why so many people hate it so much. This podcast was sponsored by James Allen. Back when I was trying to find an engagement ring for Annie, I wanted to get the most diamond for my money. I eventually found out that James Allen had the best value. Their website made it extremely easy for me to customize exactly the ring that Annie wanted. Check out their website at jamesallen.com. Okay, again, like I, I'm going back to my point, I don't think it's the video games itself is addicting, but it's the fact that a lot of people get addicted to it and like it brings out some bad qualities in some people. So I'm going to give another example, like working out is technically good for you but perhaps bodybuilding is not healthy anymore like the people that go so extreme to like manipulate their bodies and not eat like there are extremes extreme versions of things that are just not good so yeah i agree that i don't think video games is uh, bad for you but i think it gets a bad rep because a lot of people tend to get addicted to it I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like the, the statement you made earlier, everything in moderation, that's really the key point. So it's like, you can still eat junk food even if you don't eat a lot of it. Like if you're eating McDonald's for every meal, <laughs> that's probably not good for you. But if you have like right. a cheeseburger yeah. every once in a while, like it's not a big deal, right. assuming you have like a healthy diet otherwise. Video games are less hated on nowadays as well. I think when we were younger, so back in like the 90s growing up, I barely knew any girls who played video games. It was purely like a male-dominated hobby. And even nowadays, if you look at the stats, I assume there's probably male, more males playing. And even if you look at Twitch streamers, it's like mostly male-dominated, probably because it's mostly a male audience. Um, but I think it's like much more accepted nowadays for girls to have it as a hobby as well. Like yeah. Annie's first video game was Breath of the Wild, and she really yeah. enjoyed it. That's why girls are more into it nowadays, because the graphics and everything look better, and the storyline is probably now geared towards more female audience than before. Mm. Um, like before, it was all like what two D, and it was probably focused at the task or what whatever you were doing. Like I think I'm if you played it back then, much. it would have been fine. So like. Even if the graphics are 2D, some of it still looks okay, even to this day. So like a lot of 
And a lot of the games um, actually had really good stories. So there's like a genre of video games called Japanese RPGs or JRPGs for short. RPG stands for role playing game. And essentially, like one of the key elements to those games is the story. So, like, you're the protagonist or whatever.、Um, but to your point, like, most of the time, those protagonists were like a guy. Like, it's pretty rare to have a female protagonist.、But、yeah, right now we're just driving to go grab some food.、Um, grabbing a spicy chicken sandwich.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> How spicy are you gonna get? I'll probably get medium, honestly. Like, any spicier. I think and- there are four levels. Like,、yeah. I kind of want to challenge myself, but I also just don't think it's going to be enjoyable. Yeah, a spicy poop is never <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> I feel like your spice tolerance is higher than mine. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I could not eat spicy food at all. And it's definitely something that you can like, easily and train yourself、yeah. up to. Yeah, like when we first had Chongqing Xiaomian in SF. We thought it was so spicy and so amazing. Then every time we had it after that, it just became less and less spicy to the point where, like, well, this is not even spicy anymore.、Right. Oh, also, so Frank used to, like, when we first met, he would be like, oh, I had the best burgers in Vegas, and there's <laughs> the best tacos in Iowa.、Um, and then he would, like, take me back to go to all those places. And they suck. Yeah, they suck now because he met me, and I introduced him to a lot of more flavorful food. Well, also, in my defense, the burger place I really liked changed owners. I mean, you're just guessing. I'm guessing. I assume that's. Like, ha- it was so bad. It was that so it bad. That been... could not have been the same owners or same chefs. Because I also went to the same burger place, like, without you one time after you recommended it to me, and it didn't taste the same. It、yeah. was like it was a different burger. Yeah, and the, even the server, when we asked him, he's like, oh, I have no idea. I worked here for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? The like seven degrees of separation? You can connect anyone to anyone else in the entire world through seven connections. It's crazy. There was actually a TikTok account that basically did that. People would post, like, hey, I bet you can't connect yourself to XYZ person, like Bill Clinton or someone.、Mm-hmm. And then he did that. I haven't seen him for a while, though, so I wonder if he kind of fell off or just stopped doing it. How would you even like go about proving that, though? I don't know, common sense. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, there's also Pacific Center. There's an Apple store. We can go check that out. Do you want to buy a thing? I thought、no. you wanted to wait. Yeah, no, I do want to wait, but we can check it out. So the frying pan should be just right there. Oh, yeah, that, it's that black truck. Oh, it's a food truck? It's a food truck, yeah. Interesting. There is a Tiffany store and They're building a Cartier store now here. Frank and Annie 100% cotton sweatpants store coming soon. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to Robson in a long time. The last time we went, you bought some hiking boots, right?、Mm, that wasn't here, that was in Kitsilano. Oh, okay. Frank does not know his <laughs> directions and anything. They're opening up a Lululemon over there. One thing I have never understood about. Roots is why Canadians love the Roots brand so much. If you actually look at their materials, they're like pretty bad.、Yeah. Like almost none of their stuff is 100% natural material. Almost always has some sort of polyester or other crap in it. And it's super overpriced too. Like it looks good, I guess. They have good marketing. Probably because it's Canadian. Like that's the only thing.、Mm. There's lots of stores that we can. Ooh, we can get a coffee. <laughs> you can get a coffee. I think you should get a coffee too. 
Oh, there's Sage. So I actually just pulled up my Sage stuff yesterday because they have this like detox oil and I was feeling a lot of pain like right here. Um, and so like I'm like, you know, what are those called? Like lymph nodes? Lymph nodes. Lymph nodes. Lymph nodes. No, anyways. <laughs> um, and so I was like, used, I took out my like jade roller and rolled it out and it felt a lot better now. But so I really believe in the whole like detoxing and Frank just does not believe it whatsoever. And yeah. I believe that there are probably some placebo effects that make you feel better. But in general, I do not believe in detoxing as a method of curing ailments. Well, it's not really curing anything. It's like relieving pain. Probably de depends on like what you put in this general classification of detoxing. Because there's like all these fad diets. They're like, hey, do a juice cleanse. Do a fruit water cleanse. All these like obvious scam diets. I mean, it's probably good to just like, you know, not consume crap for a few days, right? <laughs> but that's not what people are claiming, right? They're claiming that like, hey, you do this cleanse, right? You're detoxing your body. Like, that's not how it works. Did I tell you about the time I got a ticket for a stop sign? No. Really? So I still had my learner's permit. So I was driving with my mom home mm -hmm. and there's this one stop sign that they actually added, like it wasn't there before. And of course I did a rolling stop because there was no cars either way. And I actually got pulled over by a cop and he's like, oh, you know what you did wrong? I'm like, oh yeah, I did like a rolling stop. He's like, yeah. And then he didn't actually give me a ticket though. He like gave me a warning, uh -huh. uh, but because I had my learner's permit, yeah. it was actually already expired or something. Oh geez. And he's like, oh yeah, I gotta like, I'm not sure if he took it away or what happened, but right. uh, luckily we did not get a ticket. I was just thinking like, man, what a scam. Um, I actually that happens a lot where like um, when they pull you over they don't just like there's always multiple things that you've done wrong or something like one time I was actually texting and driving mm -hmm. and then my like the sticker on the back of my car was expired I guess it's like it's not, yeah I don't know why Correct. they make you buy the stickers but like that was expired and then something else happened so I was actually supposed to be ticketed for three things and I was going to be like $500 but then they just gave me a basic ticket for the sticker or something. Yeah, I remember one time my mom was pulled over. It was a similar thing. The registration sticker was expired and there were like two other things, but they only dinged her for one thing. Yeah, I had to like cry. I was like, oh, so at the time I was like, it was a couple days before my bodybuilding competition. And I basically cried. I was like, oh, I'm like so food deprived. I can't think straight. <laughs> Yes, he felt that for me. But also back then, like $500 seemed like, like a, a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, before we had money. Mm -hmm. This is probably still is a lot of money for people. Some people, most people. Yeah, I read something saying how like a really large percentage of American families can't afford a $500 random expense. Mm -hmm. Like it would put them in debt. So they don't have that much free capital around just in case like emergency funds essentially people are just living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck yeah sometimes I wonder like how much of it is like the fault of the system or like the fault of the person because they're not good at managing their finances maybe like a it's probably both yeah also like 
depends on the person. Like some people are just lazy, but then a lot of other people don't know how to improve their own situation. I think most people, like if given the chance or opportunity, mm-hmm. they would choose to. But if you grow up poor and no one's there to teach you about finances or teach you about what's possible, it's kind of hard to learn that stuff on your own. And not just to learn it, but also to like believe that you can change. I think it's, uh, there's a lot of different facets to it, but like poverty in America, it's actually kind of crazy how many homeless there are, especially compared to the number of homes. Like there are more empty homes in America than there are homeless people. Mm. And then in a lot of cities, it's actually more cost effective to give homeless people a really small, tiny home than it is to pay all of the administrative fees and all these random programs are ineffective, but they actually cost more money than just building like a small, tiny home. Um, But I guess it's like the argument there is like, well, I guess you're paying for these administrative people's salary and stuff. Um, Yeah, I feel like in terms of that though, like if you're giving people home, then like that goes against capitalism too. Like, Well, I don't even know what the hell they do, but like all these programs that don't work or they're not effective. So you're still spending the money, but you're spending it in an ineffective way. But then, like, it's the the other side of it. People are like, well, I want, like, a free home or whatever. Yeah, well, I think the, the point is to keep these homeless people homeless. Wait, why is that the point? So the goal is try, to try... Well, okay, let's assume that the goal is to try and help them, right? Right. No, so, I'm saying, like, capitalism, the goal isn't to help homeless people. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, the homeless problem is kind of weird because it's same not just homeless but also like throwing out food at the end of the day so lots of corporations they have rules saying oh like we can't give away this food like we have to literally throw it away if you see videos of like people throwing away donuts at donut shops or like really anything like most stores have a policy saying like oh we cannot give this away like not even the employees are supposed to take it home it's like we have more supply than is needed for everyone but Uh, it's like it's not profitable to give it away so like I guess this is one of the downsides it's like instead of we're optimizing for profit rather than like human compassion in a sense Uh, but what's funny is that capitalism actually works here as well so there are for-profit companies they're like okay we'll take all of the food that you're going to throw away at the end of the day and like we'll get rid of it for you and companies actually like that because then they don't have to throw it away themselves and then these companies brand themselves as like oh we're being charitable we're like taking this food and we're like either giving it to homeless or whatever but they're actually for profit so even though they're branding themselves as humanitarian they're actually making money like they're charging companies by taking away their excess food at the end of the day i don't know if they actually give it away at the end or if they sell it for a really cheap price or what Um, but it's again it's like because there is profit to be made and probably some sense of like egoism of the person being like hey look at me i'm doing this like charitable company or whatever so it's a lot of problems that <laughs> are caused are now also somewhat being solved kind of not really like if there's money to be made usually there's a enterprising individual behind it as well that will try to kind of break into that market it's all about money yeah i think that's what you kind of realize when you grow older behind every terrible thing in the world is usually a monetary reason like some sort of person or a corporation or human greed that drives it. Annie has never been to Coachella or EDC or anything. Oh yeah, we're talking about like EDC and Frank's like, (laughs) you know, EDM 
phase. Uh, I definitely, I don't know how long ago I went before I met you. Oh, okay. But he was like, oh, maybe I was like asking you because like I also really wanted to go. And then you were like, oh yeah, I've been blah, blah, blah. And you were showing me all the photos in your phone. And they were all, like with a bunch of girls. I'm like, who are these girls? And I'm like, oh, I just like go up to girls and ask if I can like hang out with them and like take photos with them. And I made him delete every single photo off of his phone. <laughs> okay, Annie is an extremely jealous person. So is Frank. I didn't say I wasn't, but yeah. Annie is extremely <laughs> no, jealous. You you did say you you weren't because like when we first started dating, Frank was like, "I'm such a chill person." Okay, but anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going back for my brother's wedding uh, oh, later yeah. this, this summer, and Annie's like, "All right," and, and she's not coming with me. She's staying um, in Canada with the yeah. kids, and so I'm going by myself, and so I'm going back for like a week, and she's like, "All right." You need to document every single girl you Make talk with. Make a spreadsheet. With. Make a spreadsheet. <laughs> every person that you talk to, you have to document it in the spreadsheet and then write down exactly what you talked about. <laughs> Only if they're a girl though. Yeah. Like, hey, the next time you think about, oh, I'm going to go talk to that girl, you have to think about, I have to document it. I'm not <laughs> jealous. I am, it's a preventative measure. A preventative measure for what? Pre from you cheating on me. <laughs> yeah? You, yeah? What makes you think that I will cheat on you? I'm also preventing other girls from like uh, seducing you. Who's gonna seduce me? I don't know. That's a very good question. But anyways, no, I think it's always good practice to just be preventative. Like, you know, you can't what be that even mean? <laughs> Girls know what I'm talking about. Do they though? Yeah. Well, see what the comments say. I bet everyone's gonna be on my side. Because most people watching this are probably going to be male and they're going to be like, yeah, that's ridiculous. We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't deny that this is ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. I'm okay with it. 